Heavy hitters on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KOR Kutztown. Jack High, Mitchell Smedley with you on this Wednesday evening. As always, so glad to be with you. The final show of the semester. But don't you worry. Don't, don't fret. you fret, as Mitchell Smedley just chimed in with his elegant voice. My big, beautiful voice. His big, beautiful voice. Um, but yes, uh, don't fret. We will uh, We will be doing a show over winter break. Um at least that we, you know, we we both said if there's a will, there's a way. Well, we're gonna do our very best to get it out there as consistently as we possibly can over the break, uh, and keep you all informed with the latest and greatest in sports talk. Uh, but Mitch, yeah, buddy, a lot of talk about today. MLB free agency. Some signings happened since we've last been on the air. A couple, a couple of things to touch on in that realm. A big NFL preview show Ugh. Uh, as. Ugh. So over it. So over the NFL. Never thought I'd hear Mitchell. No, I'm not. I love the NFL. I just can't stand the buffoonery running the Philadelphia Eagles right now. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so stupid. It's like living in the past. Unbelievable. Like, oh, I, I already went through this whole thing on Monday. We're just going to run it back, man. Good indeed, I can run it, run it. Do you know that song? Um, No. I forget what that's called. But uh, I think it's a Chris Brown song. I'm not sure. Good indeed, I can run it, run it. Is your man on the flow? If he ain't, then let me know. You know? No, I'm not ringing a bell? Oh, oh, yeah. No, wait. That is ringing a bell now. Oh. I don't know why at first it didn't, <laughs> it didn't register. <laughs> so that's why I kept going. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's, that's awesome. Funny. So, yeah, frustrated with the Eagles. We'll get to it, though. We got a bunch of previews. I believe we're done with bye weeks now, right? So everyone's Correct. playing. Everybody's invited. It's like Great Wolf Lodge. Everybody in. <laughs> oh <laughs> Great my start. Um, what else? Not much going on in college right now. But uh, NBA, NHL, they're in full swing. I was watching some NHL last night. Really? I was. I um, I tuned in for the third period of the Flyers Preds game. Right as they scored, by the way, to tie it up. Game went to overtime. Eighteen seconds later, L. <laughs> But, oh, the Forsberg goal? Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that, that was a weak one. Yeah, it was right on his pad, man. Come on. I thought there was a way that the refs could have blown it dead. They didn't. Whatever. Still loose. I, but it wasn't, and then it was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought he had it for a, for a hot sec. So. It's the way the cookie We'll talk about the Flyers. Sometimes. I'm impressed with them. I'll get to that. It's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, man. You know what? I feel like my life is a cookie because it's crumbling. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. You're doing well, buddy. How are you? Um, we're hanging in there. Yeah, we're we're doing pretty good. Nice. You, um, how many finals you got left? It's a deep breath, bro. Three, three finals. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. What times? Like tomorrow or? They're all, yeah, they're due like online. Oh, Friday, oh. So. Well, that's stupid. Come yeah. on. Give me a break. So I got one more. I. You know what? I should probably find out what time it is because tomorrow at some point. I think two to four, but I could be I could be very wrong on that. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's my last final to take, and then I just have some. Uh, well, actually, no, I have one half of a final to turn in by Friday. So there you go. We're making our way through. Yeah, I got a midterm back, finally graded. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, put up an eighty-five. How about it? Yeah, thought I did way worse. Okay. Um, let's start with the MLB though. Um, 
Let's talk about the biggest signing that happened yesterday. Jung Ho Lee! Jung Ho Lee, the big splash the Giants were waiting to make. They finally make one after years of trying to get a big signing. They have done it. Six yep. years, $113 million for Lee to San Francisco. 25-year-old Korean outfielder to the KBO. Wake up, San Francisco. You've just signed Jung Ho Lee. I'm Danny Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> I used that last show. I don't know if I said this on air, but uh, my sister was listening. She texted me uh, right after that. She goes, I understood the Full House reference way more than anything else you guys talked about. (laughs) (laughs) You a Full Um, House guy? Eh. Eh, it's okay. How rude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let's keep going. All right. um, Jung Ho Lee, he's meddling in foreign affairs now. Yeah, he's going to the Giants. I think a good move. Oh, my goodness. Pardon me. Uh, For San Francisco, bolsters up their outfit a little bit more uh, as they're a team who is still trying to build themselves up. Um, They got rid of Gabe Kapler. They're on the up and up. They're trying to figure out their identity. You know, after that incredible 2021 campaign, a down 22 and a down 23. I think that it wasn't a down 22 and 23. That's what this team is. 2021 was a fluke. Has to be analyzed that way. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Fluky. Oh, I just got a text from my sister. Oh. About Full House. Do we have the same sister? No, I'm kidding. She says, in quote, Full House is so good. Dude, Full House is awesome. Good one, Marty. (laughs) Not her name. (laughs) I know. Nice. Dude, Full House is awesome. I was a big Full House kid. We watched that. That was like one of the rare things we did as a family. We watched Full House. You know? Good memories. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you look. Oh, look, that's it. I always mess that up. Everywhere you look, there's a heart, there's a heart. All right, we got a message from the KR Notebook, though. We've talked about nothing so far. (laughs) We've talked about Jung Ho Lee, and that's about it. Attention, gay community. Want KUR at your event? No problem. Go to www.kutstown.edu forward slash KUR. Find live events slash remotes, read the reminders, and fill out the form. Our promotional director or an eboard member of KUR will reach out to you as soon as possible. An important reminder about events is that KUR needs at least three weeks' notice to even consider your event. No exceptions. This message is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. All right. Back on. Ha- oh, my goodness. Back on Heavy Hitters, hour number one. How much do you think this uh, Jung Ho Lee signing moves the needle for the uh, for the Giants here? Jack. It's a good pickup. I like it. It doesn't really, you know, drastically shake up the NL West for me. I think they're definitively the third or fourth best team. Um, I think clearly behind the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. Um, and honestly, at this juncture, I'd say they're right there with the Padres. I think they're very even. Yeah, the um, the Diamondbacks continue to improve after a World Series appearance. The Dodgers, we know what they are. And have been for years on end. They've added Otani, obviously, and another move that we'll get to a little bit later. Um, yeah, I don't think this really makes the Giants any sort of powerhouse. But it is a six-year deal. It gives them time to to build and, and have a bit of a window here to maybe make a run at the NL West in a couple years. So, yes. That's all I got on that one. Good outfielder. And uh, one, of the, one of the prizes from the international market this year. So credit to the Giants for getting the deal done. Finally picking someone up. You did it. You didn't get Correa. You didn't get Soto, Otani, anyone. You got this one, though. Another minor tidbit. Um, You look at the Dodgers again after the Otani move. Yep. Uh, They got Tyler Glasnow. Yes, they did. From the Rays, uh, along with, I believe, Manuel Margot in exchange for Ryan Pepio. And it's off the top of my head, too. 
Look at you. Who was who was the other guy in that trade? Um, let me pull up this article that says it. But I like the Dodgers adding some pitching. Um, I like what they're doing this offseason. Obviously, you sign Otani. And uh, you're going to see they're able to pick up more deals and more contracts and sign more guys because of all that deferred Otani money. Oh, my goodness. Paying him $2 million a year for these 10 years and then $68 million. So That's crazy. It's, yeah, it's insane. Look for the Dodgers to be a powerhouse. It, I will say, just thinking about it as this deal kind of becomes put in the rear view a little bit, it's going to be finally very fun to watch Otani in the playoffs. You know? Yeah, very much Unless so. it's against the Phillies. But otherwise, it would be very fun. You find that uh, that other guy yet? I'm out of luck. I'm looking, you know what? I'm getting off. I'm getting off this, and I'm I'm going to. It's okay. To the internet because where were you? I was on the athletic. They do they have an app? Through. Yeah, they do. Oh, I should get that. Is that like a bunch of sports news? Yeah, sports articles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in on that. So it's not official, but Johnny DeLuca was the other piece going back to Tampa. But he's got to be from New York, so. Johnny DeLuca. Come on, Johnny DeLuca. Hey, that sounds like the Giants' new quarterback. Hey, Tommy DeVito, we'll talk about him. <laughs> Johnny DeLuca. <laughs> we will talk about him. Sounds like a like a really fired up Giants coach, actually. And yeah. DeLuca over on the sideline, he's losing his mind. He is not happy with that first down spot. <laughs> Johnny DeLuca. Wow. Furious. Yeah, I was a little furious the other day uh, when I saw the Mets news that came out. Which is? Mets' Ronnie Mauricio suffers a torn ACL oh, while playing in the Winter goodness. Dominican Winter League. Uh, he will require surgery and um, is TBD whether he will play at in any capacity in 2024. No offense, but who's Ronnie Mauricio? He was one of our top prospects. Uh, is he, was, he from the one of the uh, pitcher trades? No, we, we, we actually signed him international free agent-wise. Oh, really? Uh, he came through our system. Uh, he was in contention to be a uh, starting third baseman for us this oh, year. Oh, wow. Um, so now it's really just down to Beatty and Vientos. Wow. So I thought Beatty and Vientos were supposed to be, like, solidified, bona fide pieces of this team by now. Have they had setbacks? Beatty's, Beatty killed in a AAA and just couldn't find his footing consistently in the MLB. Okay. Viento started to piece it together towards the end of the last season, and we'll see what he can do. Um, especially in the field, that's that's a bit of his problem. At the plate, he's got a lot of pop, but strikeouts can be problematic for him as well. I've seen a few Phillies like that. Um, so, <laughs> if you could all, if you could start one of them, who would it be? I think Beatty has the most upside. Okay. Uh, but I think Viento's has a safer floor. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so that, that's, that makes sense. But uh, this Mauricio could have been the uh, could have been the guy. Could have. I mean, he was going to compete for it, and he showed, uh, especially in the minors last year, uh, and even in the big leagues for a little bit. He, he's he's got some. He's got a really good hit tool. Um, so I, I was excited to see what he could do this year. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to see him. Uh, but that just is what it is. Uh, let's move on. Royals and Seth Lugo agreed yep. to a three year deal, forty five million dollars. Uh, the hybrid, he can start, he can pitch out of the bullpen, uh, did both in his career, was a starter for the Padres, was a reliever for the Mets, uh, but he's going to the Royals the next three years to pitch in Kansas City. Yeah, you're seeing the market uh, be set very high this year. The prices for, for these free agents is quite extensive, $15 million a year, 
for Lugo, I think is a little too much, uh, quite a bit too much, actually, in my opinion. I don't think he's particularly <laughs> stud worthy. Uh, I don't think 15 mil is ooh, something I would have wanted to pay for a guy like that. But credit to the Royals. I mean, they're out of contention. They're not doing anything. So yeah, have fun. Moves the needle nowhere. For yeah. Them. Have fun picking up your money, Seth. You will. Uh, you are not in the chess club, as someone once said. Oh, I want to circle back to a point you made earlier. Sure. You, you were talking about Full House, and you acknowledged a person on the show by the name of, uh, what was it, Marty? I Marty. Um, I get a text that's not my name with, like, seven exclamation points after it. So shout out to you, Marty. Well, I'm just – I don't want to dox you yeah, exactly. on the show. So exactly. keeping the anonymity. Yeah, exactly. Anonymity. We're going to give you an, feel an free to Feel free to voice your, uh, your own opinion, 610-683-4058, Marty. Uh, <laughs> if you have any full house or sports uh, references, not references, but uh, points to make here. Um, yeah, call in. That goes for everybody else, too. 610-683-4058 as we get on into the nitty-gritty, this MLB talk, and into the NFL. So much going on in the wide world of sports. There's probably something I'm wrong about and that people want to yell at me for, so bring it on. Um, Anything else you have in MLB? Because I'm kind of I'm kind of done there. MLB I, had the I, Lee signing Lugo torn ACL for uh, for Mauricio. Um, the Dodgers potential trade that's very well could be happening with the Rays. Um, for some reason, I thought there was another move, but right now I can't really think of it. So it's really been a slow off season. Oh my been goodness, agonizingly painful, just boring, just like a snooze fest. Yeah, and I, I I was very excited last year for the. Uh, the off season, you know, moves started flying off the shelf. We had those four short stops last year. Nothing of the sort this year, and it's like, come on, we're trying to fill time on this show here. Speed it up, folks. Yeah. Come on. Mo- oh, actually, Move I do have it. one thing. I do have one thing. Okay. Uh, Phillies talk, actually. Bryce Harper wants an extension. What? Where do you come down on this, right? He has eight years left on his deal. He would like a three-year extension. I believe, and it looks like the Phillies want to give it to him. What? Yeah, is it going to be like thirty nine when the deal's done? Yes, that, that makes no sense, right? He You're wants give a three year extension to a guy to play when he's forty two. It's a cash grab. You don't see exactly. You don't so see guys I play till forty. Very. I often. think this is being headed by Scott Boris, right? Who's Harper's agent? He's trying to make a splash. He's trying to make a name for himself, as he already does. But he's trying to kind of create that next thing in the market, and. Uh, Obviously, get himself some more business. I think this is a a. It's something we've also been seeing move. in the NFL. Yeah, like restructuring deals, extending yeah. deals. Right. There's eight years left on your contract. We don't know what's going to happen in those. You just had major major injuries like the last two years. So I I think you got to wait minimum four years before you talk of any sort of extension for Harper. What's the worst that's going to happen if the Phillies say no? Right, like You're not he's gonna just trade gonna, him. Well, is is he gonna hold out? Like, what's there's a, there's he's a got no eight trade clause. Years on his contract. I know there's a no trade clause, so he's gonna hold him. out for eight years to get a three year extension after these are over. I mean, that's no. preposterous. No, I, well, he could hold out for like a year. Or two, he could, you know, whatever. But that just means he would make. It just means he's an idiot. It just means he would make himself the enemy of the city. of Philadelphia, Exactly, which, which he, is he's not the hero idea. of Philadelphia right now. I mean, this guy loves this city. He was the promo for Sunday Night Football. Right, so, would not be a smart idea for Harper. No, it would not eight, be. Next eight years here and vilify himself against the city. Exactly. So I, I think this is something that needs to get resolved very quickly, one way or another. My personal thought is, Bryce, I love you. I would love to have you for another three years if you're a contributing baseball player. Right? If you are just putrid, like I'm not wasting the money. The whole idea of the Harper contract, the 13 year, 330 million, was that. 
yes, you're you're gonna be spending more than what he's worth on the back end, but you know you got him at a, at a good price on the front end, right? It evens out because you pay for those yeah. those early years, the years we're in right now, and you hope it could pay off into a championship. Exactly, which it hasn't so far. It's gotten close, uh, and then you kind of make up for that on the back end um, with those those kind of late 30s years that he's going to be in. It's going to be awful. And Him and Turner are going to be awful for a few years here at the end of these contracts. And how, but how often do you see position players play into their 40s? I mean, it's really only pitchers that we see play that late into their careers. Yeah, really only like Wainwright. It's, because uh, who was the Phillies pitcher? Jamie Moyer. Jamie Moyer, yeah. yeah. Prominent so, one. Roger Clemens. Know. Roger Clemens, yeah. So, uh, Randy uh, Johnson, too. Yeah, I've been confused by this. I don't know why it's happening. It's not even like he's won us a World Series yet, so... No, I know. And it's like, when you start to get that old, especially in baseball position player, I mean, your your legs start to wear out. Yeah. You're like, you can't really play the field as good as you once used to. You start to take a step off, and, and that's just a risk that Phillies don't need to take. No, not at all. Eight years out, are you kidding me? So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not liking that. Not liking that situation. Was wondering where you came down on that. Yeah, I agree. Don't give him the extension. You got eight more years. Absolutely. If you're That's, so if you're so greedy dude, for an extra, we're going to go through two more election cycles. All right, like let's calm down here. If you're that greedy for money after this, just shows where your priorities lie. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I think it's a Boris thing. You know, Boris is more of a shark than Harper is. Yeah, and uh, I think Harper just loves being here already. And I, I think if we got to the end of his contract, I don't think he would look anywhere else other than Philly to sign. To tell you the truth, yeah, if I was, think this guy wants to retire a Philly. He's said it before. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense too. Of course. So, all right, that is going to take us to our first break. An hour number one. When we come back, we will shift our focus, recapping what was an eventful two games of Monday Night Football, uh, and then go full deep dive into the preview that is the NFL slate for this week ahead. We'll do all that and more on heavy hitters when we come back. Welcome back in heavy hitters. Mitchell Smedley and Jack Heim rocking with you on this Wednesday evening, the final one of the semester. Hope your finals week is going as stress-free as it can. It's kind of an oxymoron, but it's okay. I've been, uh, I was up till about 1 a.m. getting some some uh, work done that may or may not have been from October. That's beyond the point. It's beyond the point, right? So we're doing all right. We got it in. Yeah. How doers get more done. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Home Depot. That's a perfect. Uh, well, not affiliated. <laughs> not affiliated. Um, yeah. How doers get more done? Listen to KUR. Specifically, listen to Heavy Hitters, uh, where we're talking MLB. We'll dive into NFL in just one second. But I did get a headline come across my prompter here. Whoop. Uh, Whoop. The the MLB has announced that there will be a thirty team prospect showcase called the Spring Breakout. That will debut, I believe, on March 14th. Mitch. Yeah. You know, you forgot to say before leading up to that. What? Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Local resident SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> continues lacking off. <laughs> when will he learn? <laughs> <laughs> Karate chops the TV. Hey, Doofus, your, buddy, your best buddy is stuck inside the tunnel of glove and may never escape. You mean SpongeBob? <laughs> oh no! I got a coral and a stick! It's my worst nightmare! I don't have a drink! 
All right. That's awesome. Enough horsing around. Let's get into it. Uh, talking about the two Monday night games that rounded out week 14. Let's go to MetLife Stadium. Packers, what is the NFL on right now, by the way? Packers, Giants. It's Tommy DeVito's world, and we are just living in it, everybody. Giants approved to 5-8 and eight with a win. 24-22. They take down Green Bay. A thrilling ending to this one. Saquon coughs up the football. The Packers get it back. They drive down the field. Lost the football. He literally tripped on nobody and fumbled. It's a Giants thing. <laughs> Trying to stay upright and he trips. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. Running up the sideline, trips, fumbles the football, scooped up by Green Bay. They turn it into a six-yard touchdown pass to Malik Heath. Two-point conversion failed. One-point oh. lead. And how about the Italian Stallion? Tommy I'm De- sorry, what did you just say to me? <laughs> Tommy DeVito. That's what we're talking about. Tommy Cutlets. Come on. The Giants win the game. He leads them down. Randy Bullock with a game-winning field goal as time expires. 24-22. G-Men on top. Mitch, your thoughts on this one? I love it. You're just getting a worse draft pick. I don't care. We can still make the playoffs. Stop. It's actually plausible. Be quiet. It is plausible. No, it's not. You play the birds twice. You're going to lose. Yeah. The only thing is, if we win that Week 18 game... So let's say we so we have the Saints, Eagles twice, and the Rams. We can win three of those four. Nope. The Eagles are the last in defense season, the mode. The Eagles might have nothing to play for. Might, but right now it doesn't look that way. They're competing with two teams that have the same number of losses as them. Every game is huge right now. Because really, the Cowboys are probably only going to lose, if they are, the Bills game, right? And the 49ers, if they're going to lose, are probably only the Ravens game. So really, there's no margin for error for the Eagles. They've used it up. And then some. Don't worry. Freaking five seed. Because when Tommy Cutlets no. and the Giants roll in the link. Just be quiet. On Christmas Day. No, no, beat, you're not taking Christmas from me. And beat the Eagles. Oh, it's going to be fun. No. It's going to be fun. Mitch, I will buy you a Tommy Cutlet shirt if uh, if, the, if the Giants win that game. My Christmas was ruined last year by the Cowboys. I'm not having it again. <laughs> if, if the Giants win that game. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that would be so funny. No. All righty. No. I'm not. I will not stand for it. Mitch, right now. No. 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 That did not just happen. That did not just happen to this football team. Really should have said Mitch after uh, if the Giants win that game. That did not just happen to this football team. Yeah. One of the best clips ever. So funny. (laughs) One of the best comebacks ever. No. Shut up. All right. Oh, man. What happened in the uh, what happened to the end of that season? You know, who won? Who won more than one playoff game? It's okay. We don't need to go back down that. We do. That was a fun year. All right. Uh, Enough of the trip down memory lane. Let's talk about uh, the Titans and the Dolphins. Wait, 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 wait. We didn't recap this at all. What allowed what allowed Tommy DeVito and the Giants to pull off this stutter? Jack, what'd you see? Uh, He was Tommy Cutlets. That's how. He's Tommy Cutlets. No, let, let, okay, let, let, let me be serious here. <laughs> it was a tactical drive. You know, a couple check downs, start, get it started with Wandale Robinson, Saquon Barkley. But then the big play happened. 32-yard catch and run to the Green Bay 22. He found Wandale Robinson again. Just get it out in space, let him catch it and run it up the sideline before he got bumped out of bounds. Wandale Robinson sounds like one of those really old presidents. 
that like you know you can't remember what he did. Mm-hmm. May have been that guy that like got stuck in the bathtub. Oh, that, oh, okay. Well, everyone knows who that is. <laughs> I don't really. No, William Taft. Yeah. Oh, look at me, history. Oh, oh. <laughs> By the way, whenever Jack starts talking about Tommy DeVito and the Giants, he he goes back to that deli in New York. <laughs> I do. All right, guys, here we are. Hey, what do you get? Hey, yo, give me the yeah. Uh... <laughs> Come on now, man. <laughs> It was the single most abrupt culture shift I've ever watched from someone. Tommy DeVito just, eh, man, he he's just makes you feel Italian. Yeah, give me the, yeah, uh, give me the number five, you know. Yeah, give me the number five. Come on. <laughs> was it a good sandwich? It was. It was a good sandwich. I'll tell you that much. Come on. Now. <laughs> Come on now. It's a good sandwich. I tell you what. <laughs> country country guy in New Yorker talking. I will tell you what. That sandwich was busting. Tell you what, that's a good sandwich. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom so. Vita. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy DeVita. I tell Come you on. what, Tommy DeVita. <laughs> don't be disrespecting Tommy Cutler. He's like going to lead you to promised land right Forget there. Forget about it. Don't don't be doing that. Hey, hey. Forget about Calm it. Calm it down. If you want to talk about Tommy Cutlets and so much more, you can dial 610-683-4058. That's 610-683-4058 to call into heavy hitters. Talk about whatever your little heart may desire. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. It's just a figure We have of a big-hearted fan base. It's a figure of we speech. We have some of the kindest fans ever. So, and um, John from Schnecksville. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love it. He's, I, I am surprised how... Tame he has been calling me after these Eagles losses. I appreciate it. I really do. Because I deserve to, you know, I, I don't deserve this politeness, but I'm getting it. I, you flew off the handle after he said Brock Purdy for MVP. Well, all right, I did do that. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Giants win it 24-22. Great last drive from Tommy Cutlets and the Giants to do grind out the Do you think the, the success is sustainable? That sentence just yeah. destroyed me. I think, I think they could beat the Saints. I think if you look at the rest of their schedule, there's some beatable teams on there. But, like, do you think they actually have a good offense now? They don't. Good? No. no. Um, Defense? You know, being able to move the football? Yes. They they have that capability, something that they didn't have Against a couple weeks awful ago. awful teams. The Packers aren't awful. <sighs> They're mediocre. Talk about mediocre. It's the Packers. Mediocre. Mediocre. All right. You want to talk about... Yeah, you, you can talk about mediocre. Let's talk about overrated. Ooh. Let's talk about the frauds of the NFL this year. Usually this role goes to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. But for right now, it's going to the Miami Dolphins. Oh. I mean, with the choke job that they put on on Monday Night Football, I mean, that was an utter travesty. I mean, someone give them the Heimlich. I mean, please. Down up 14 of the Finns with 434 to go in this game, and they go on to lose. Actually, up by 15. The Titans doing a Golden Bears impression, man. They uh, come back from down 14. They put up the final 15 points. A two-point conversion mixed in there. And uh, Derrick Henry with the go-ahead score. Congratulations, Tennessee. What a move. What a, what, a, what a game. What a win. I mean, I mean, what are we, do- what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing here, Dolphins? It's shocking. It's shocking. Dolphins had that game won, and they need it. You know, they need all these wins they can get because the AFC playoff picture is packed tight. It's like that snow after the plow comes through, right? It is uh, It is a rough one. And they are. They were tied with the Ravens for the best no record in the AFC. No longer. That number one seed is in Baltimore. 
as we speak right now. They'll show down in a couple of weeks. I think is it next week or the week after? Uh, no, I think it's week seventeen. Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, credit to the Titans for playing till the end. Uh, a team that has not had a lot go their their way this year. They keep fighting, and uh, you know, it's two weeks in a row they showed some grit. The comeback win this week, the overtime loss to the Colts. Tennessee Titans trying to play spoiler here and doing a good job of it. Uh, congratulations, Tennessee. Jack, are you uh, are you from Tennessee? No, because you're the only you're the only ten I see. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Speaking of ten, six ten, six eight three, forty fifty eight. I like that. <laughs> good segue. All right, let's move on. Week fifteen preview Thursday night football. I don't think there's a lot to talk about in this one. Two five and eight teams going head to head. Yes, it's an in-division battle. Boring. Uh, which means they're usually, you know, tightly played, but yeah. two equally matter. mediocre no, less equally than mediocre bad teams. teams. Yeah. Yeah. Two equally bad football teams. Let's label it how it is. Yeah. The Chargers and the Raiders, they both suck at the game of football. They're both horrible. Justin Herbert's not gonna be playing in this game. It's gonna be terrible. Yes. Oh, wait, so the Chargers are actually good. Yes, Easton Stick is going to get the I can't wait to game. watch Easton Stick, man. I'm, you know I'm excited for this. But he's going to throw, throw four like, picks. <laughs> yeah, three interceptions, like one touchdown, three interceptions as yeah. the Chargers lose like 20-7. to seven. You know what this matchup reminds me of? 2021, week whatever. The last, I don't know if that was the year that they had like the seven spots. I think it was. And uh, if they tied, if the Chargers and Raiders tied... Yes. The Steelers would have gotten in the playoffs, and whoever won would have gotten in, right? And it went to overtime. And, it, you know, it took a couple drives, but then finally someone kicked a game-winning field goal. Do you remember that as a Steelers fan? Yes. Yeah, so you know what would have happened? The Steelers if they would have tied, the Steelers would have That's what I just out. said. No, but you said the Steelers would have gotten in. Yeah, they would have gotten in, right? No, the Steelers got in because someone won the game. Oh, if they would really? have tied, the Raiders and Chargers both would have made the playoffs. Oh, oh, I had it backwards. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's what made it so interesting because the controversy after the game was like, oh, did you guys ever think about taking the tie because you both could have gotten in? And the Raiders coach was like, oh, that was the Rich Isachi season. Or Rich Basachi, that's the name. Mm-hmm. Rich Basachi season. Uh, because they got in with ten wins and then lost to Cincinnati in the yes. first round. Well, and that was the weird whistle game in the mi- in the middle of the touchdown. Yeah, the play. phantom whistle. Yep. Yes. Yeah, dude, that was a weird NFL time, bro. Yeah, it was. Uh, but the Chargers, in classic fashion, went on to lose. The Raiders and Steelers both made the playoffs, while the, the Chargers sat at Steelers home. Steelers got blitzed by the Chiefs. So, congrats. Oh yeah. yeah. Were you nervous when that game went to overtime? Oh yeah, I, I was definitely a little nervous. <laughs> I was like, "Of course, it's like oh, going to tie." That's so funny. well because the Chargers tied it on the last play of the game. Yeah, with a field goal, right? No, a touchdown. Was it a touchdown? It was Mike Williams. I thought it was a field. Herbert goal. Herbert went to the end zone. They found Mike Williams on a fourth down, like on a diving catch wow. in front of the end zone. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, that game was insane. I, I think the that. Raiders won it. I think thirty-two twenty-nine was the final. Yeah, I think you're exactly right on that. Actually, so. Yeah, because Daniel Carlson kicked, like, a last-minute field goal in OT to win it. Yeah, I think it was, like, inside the two-minute warning of OT. Yeah, and they kicked, like, a 50-yarder. I was at my dad's house. Yeah, so, yeah that was a crazy game. I Dude, I wanted that to not go in so bad. I thought that would have been so funny. Because you know that if if they missed it, the Chargers weren't going to risk... Well, maybe... They, mm. No, if they missed it, you got to try something. Right, yeah. Because you would have had some good field position. You would have been probably near your own 40. yeah. 
Not near your own 40, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the opposing 40. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, that was one of the weirdest scenarios in the N- uh, NFL. I don't think we'll ever see something like that again. No, no, it's rare. It's rare for sure. But, I mean, hell, we could really be in for a great, great finish this season in the AFC. I mean, there is so much still wide open. Even the NFC now with the Eagles, Cowboys, and Niners all bunched up. Like, we have an exciting playoff race shaping up. I don't know if you know that. I do. Unlike college where there's about five teams. The problem is there's going to be a lot of unentertaining wild card games to me. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think the distance between the first and second tier teams isn't that great. Nah, I don't know. Like the Ravens and Niners probably are going to have buys, right? So that takes the two best teams, puts them on the shelf for a week, right? What are your matchups going to be? It's going to be like... So two plays is seven, right? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be a blowout in both conferences. You think? Yeah. Why? First of all, we don't even know who it's going to be yet. I'm just, just saying, like, I'm going to go on the assumption that it is but right now. It's do you realize change. two versus seven could have been Cowboys Seahawks? And look what just happened in that game on Thursday Night Football uh, last week. Very close game, very entertaining game. Uh, you could see something like Dolphins and Bills. I mean, that's very entertaining. I don't know if the I Dolphins think, get that two seed. They could, but I think you're way off. I think we're going to have the best wild card games we've had since this seven team format started. I think you're way off. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think the top wild card in the NFC demolishes the four seed. Obviously, I think that's one game though. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Eagles or Cowboys will destroy the Bucks or Falcons. I don't know. I think that just the division winners in the NFC are just going to clobber the wild cards. Why? You've said that the Lions look weak. Depends on who they play. Lions could lose to the, the Seahawks, the Packers. So let's see what it is right now. Like, like, let's see who the sixth seed is at this moment. So in the NFC, it's the Vikings. I uh, could see the Vikings putting up a fight against the Lions, bro. <clears throat> You've said it. There's no defense on that Lions team. No, but I don't really love the Vikings offense. Weakness on weakness always turns out interesting. Yeah. I mean, if the Giants beat the Saints this week to go to 6-8, and eight, they're right in the thick of it. Why? What's the Vikings record right now? The Packers are the 7 at 6-7. Seven. seven. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, like, that's that's what I mean. If the Giants win this week... So you're a game out. Yeah, they're, they're right in the smack dab middle of things. And they and have, have the a tiebreaker over the Packers. Tie, tiebreaker over the Packers. What's the Seahawks record? Seahawks are 6-7. Six and, seven. Six and So they're right there. They play the Eagles, Titans, Did they play you Cardinals. guys yet? Uh, yeah, they beat yeah, us. Yeah, they beat you guys. So they have the tiebreaker there. Yeah, they're so, the only ones. You know, because the Giants play the Saints, they play the Rams. Um, like, there, there is a path that's not like... You know, where I'm spewing nonsense. Like, yeah, the two Eagles games are going to be tough, but the Rams and Saints are very mediocre to me, and they're beatable. So. I mean, the Eagles have beat the Giants the last three times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's something like we've beat you guys, like, what, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10? That's enough like that. out of you. All right. It's quite frequent. That's going to take quite us, frequent that's that gonna take us to our final break of hour number one. When we come back, we will give our game pick for the Chargers and Raiders because we talked about how bad it was. Oh, wow, I forgot about that. Never <laughs> gave our pick. So we will give our pick when we come back, and then we will take a deep dive 
into the NFL slate for this upcoming weekend. A couple of Saturday games we got to talk about as well, so stay tuned for all that and more to wrap up our number one of heavy hitters here on KUR. Heavy hitters, we're back. Latter portion of our number one talking so all heavily. things NFL. We were talking about the Giants' possible path to the playoffs. Playoffs? We can't be talking about playoffs. We got to win a game first, which they've done. Oddly enough. Anyways, they're not a bad team. They're a. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty good. They just got off to a slow start, you know. They just had to find their guy. You know, look, they found their guy quarterback. How and now long is showing. Daniel Jones under contract for? We found a guy, Tommy Cutlets. It's like that uh, that Luke Combs song. Whoa, whoa. You found yours, that living, breathing cutlets you've been looking for. All right, Chargers, Raiders, Raiders favorite by three points. Who is your pick? Not the Raiders. Give me Easton Stick making his uh, starting debut. I think he'll— Upset uh, of the week? Uh, no, I, well, maybe, but an upset, three-point upset. I don't consider that upset of the week. Um, by the way, I said that the 49ers wouldn't cover, and they didn't. Line was 13 and a half. They won by 12. Go me! So, frauds. <laughs> uh, give me give me Easton Stick. I think he's got the better offensive weapons to work with. Oh, man, this is going to be a painful game to watch. I will have just gotten back home after my, uh, after my semester i got to figure out when that final is. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Um, all right. I'm going to take the Raiders to win this game. I'm going to take the team with uh, more pizzazz. A little, no. <laughs> little more familiarity with the quarterback position. And that's Mr. Aiden O'Connell. He's going to east and stick it to you. Yep. Whoever thought we'd be, in a, we'd be seeing a stick versus O'Connell matchup. Stick O'Connell. Oh, Stickle. <laughs> what is it? Dirkenstock. <laughs> what is it? Dinglestock. Dinglestock. <laughs> That's this matchup right here. Anyway, give me the Raiders to win. Raiders, obviously, to cover. Yeah. Let's move to Saturday. we got three games there. Steelers traveling to Indianapolis. Wait, why'd you say obviously to cover? They could win by two. No, what? You said you said you have the Raiders obviously to cover. Win, uh, but I'm confident in them winning, so I'm going to take them to cover. That's what I mean. Uh, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Don't, same thing. don't sports bet, buddy. Anyway. <laughs> you would not make it. I I have before. Oh. I do, whoa, so. whoa, whoa. Not that I'm advocating. Gambling for that. problem call six one no okay, call one eight hundred gambler. So I mean Oh man. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah let's awkward. Do don't All look right. at me like that. Three Saturday games. Steelers travel to take on the Colts. Kick it off four thirty on Saturday. Oh, actually, why are the games in this order? On my phone. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a game before that. Vikings-Bengals at 1 p.m. For some reason, listed as the second game on this chart. Uh, in Cincinnati, three-point favorites to the Bengals. And I'm going to make it quick. I'm going with the Bengals. Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals to get a win. I've not been impressed with what I've been seeing out of Minnesota the last couple of weeks. Yes, they beat the Raiders 3-0. Yippee. I don't care. You're not winning back-to-back games on the road. Especially playing offense in that manner. Give me Jake Browning. The Husky. The Washington Husky. I'm going to agree with you. This is only going to complicate the NFC wildcard race even more. 
Give me the Vikings to lose to the Bengals. These revitalized Bengals are Jacob Browning and Tommy DeVito better than Daniel Jones and Joe Burrow? I mean, quarterback controversy, folks. Uh, yeah, give me the Bengals to roll through Minnesota on Saturday afternoon. Quick tidbit for you, by the way. Sure. Before we get back to uh, the Week 15 preview. Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson won their respective conferences players, offensive players of the week awards, oh right? Goodness. So DeVito in the NFC, Wilson in the AFC. First time that two players on both the Jets and Giants won their respective conferences player of the week awards in the same week since week uh, 14, I believe, of the 2015 season where Eli Manning and Ryan Fitzpatrick both did it. Wow. So How enthralling. I mean, that, that's a heavy-hitting stat for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's impressive. All right. Remember Eli Manning. Yeah. Goat. Should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Whatever. Two-time Super Bowl He's champion. Okay. He's Two-time okay. Super Bowl champion, Eli Manning. Yeah. I like his— uh, Only quarterback to be Tom Brady twice. Did you champion. see his little advertisement for the Monday Night Games last week with uh, Scott Hansen? No, I didn't. Uh, I saw it on TikTok. He called him up. He's like, Scott, I got to do two games at the same time. How do you do it? Do I need to wear a diaper? <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, I love that. It's comical. Scott Hansen is really cool, man. Yeah, he's uh, he does a good job. Did you know that he stops eating and drinking Saturday afternoon in preparation for it? That's crazy. That's insane. That's dedication. I'm going to do that. Tuesday morning and uh, Sunday morning. I'm going to stop eating or drinking so I can make it through our show. That's so weird. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's move on. We both got the Bengals winning this one. Steelers and the Colts. Wow, I don't know what to make of this one. Oh, boy. I know what to make of this one. It's always fun when these two teams meet. They always have pretty good matchups against each other. Um, Both needing a bounce-back opportunity. Both needing a win. Yeah. And a jam-packed Do they both have 7-5? and 7-6, both of them. 7-6. Nice. So right now the Steelers are the 6, the Colts are the 7. I'll go first. I have the Colts rebounding over the Steelers. Hand the Steelers their third L in a row. This team is regressing to the mean at a record rate. Mitch Trubisky is not a good football player. Are they starting Mason Rudolph yet? I don't know. Nope, they're not. So give me uh, the—it wouldn't change if they were, but give me the Colts. They're the better team. Better quarterback. Better coaching. Better skill players. Maybe not a better defense. I got the Colts in a in a grimy matchup, something to the tune of twenty three to nah, maybe like twenty to sixteen. I'm gonna go with the Colts as well. Yeah, join the dark side. The Steelers' offense stinks. The coaching, I mean, the effort from the players. Even Minka Fitzpatrick call guys out for a lack of effort. Um, problems are. A plenty in Pittsburgh right now, and with that being said, I'm going to take the Colts at home to win this game. They're going to win something to the accord of 24 to 24 to 17. 24 17. The Colts are going to win it. So that is what I'm going to. That's what I'm going to be doing here. 24 17. I have the Colts winning this game. Uh, while Mitch is taking that caller, Jack, we we have our first caller, and wouldn't you know it, when we needed the most, when the sky is falling in Philadelphia, 
Welcome back to the show, Ruben. How we doing? Okay. Uh, these Eagles, you know, I always said I wanted to live to be 100 years old, but I don't think the Eagles are going to let me live to be 100 years old. They're taking, they're taking these precious last few months of my life just, just right off the clock. I can't handle it anymore. I, I feel it. Ruben, where have you been, by the way? It's been a few weeks. You've been recovering oh, from the World I just, Series? Uh, I, I just had a bad feeling about these past couple games, so I just, I just kind of went dark for a while there. But you know what? I'm going to be an optimist here. It's not the end of the world, okay? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. All right, we, we all knew that these games were going to be tough. We always knew that the 49ers were going to be tough. The, you know, we always knew that. And we always knew that the, it's almost impossible to win two games against the Cowboys. We won one game against the Cowboys earlier in the year. Then we lost this one. Okay, it just so happened that those two games were back-to-back. Not only that, these, these Cowboys fans, these guys going around, oh, we them boys, we them boys. They're forgetting that the 49ers beat them just as bad as, 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 as they beat the Eagles. Even worse. So it's not the end of the world. We'll be fine. I will say I'm a little concerned about – I don't think we win out. I do think we would lose one more game. But it's not the end of the world. I think the Cowboys are going to be in trouble against the Bills. Bills are playing good football. And I still think we win the division. If not, whatever, we'll still get in there, and it'll just line up perfectly, and everything will be fine. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm too old to worry about it. I'm just too old. I, oh, jeez, now I'm dropping my forks and my spoons here. I'm sorry. I'm, I just, I'm worked up, but I'm okay. The Eagles are going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Oh, my God. Ruben, you're the best. You are the best. A ray of sunshine. I was getting ready to pick against the Eagles, by the way. Ruben, thank you for the call. <laughs> pick against the Eagles with the Seahawks? I, well, you know, i got to tell you. I'm a little concerned about that game, too. But Me, too. I, th- I think we're going to win. I think we're going to yeah, – this is what's happening. Too many fumbles. can't have so many fumbles. I know. I mean, it, yeah, just too many fumbles. And, you know, Jalen Hurts, he gets on my nerves, too, you know, holding the ball too long and stuff. But I, my big problem is these fumbles. That's the killer. you got to stop with that. I mean, get, you fix that and everything will be fine. Rube, it's like, me with the, it's like me with the ladies out here fumbling all over the place. That's it. That's it. I'm telling you. But we're going to be okay. It's, it's, it's the, and even if we do lose on, with, against the Seahawks, it's, it's still okay. It's still okay because I think the Cowboys lose to the, to the, uh, to the Bills. And uh, you know, I, I'm not worried about the Giants. I'm not worried about the Cardinals. I think we're, we're still going to be okay. Don't worry about it. All right. Thank you so much, Ruben. Great to hear from you again. Thanks for the call, Ruben. We appreciate you. Anytime. Awesome. There is Ruben. Oh, my goodness. A ray of sunshine. When I was uh, when I was getting ready to call the season over, Jack. No, I'm not getting. I'm not calling it over. We've got ten wins, but what do you think? What do you think, Ruben? Ruben just he brings a wave of positivity. Yeah. I'm not even like a Philly like fan. It's just <laughs> I know you can just you can't help but smile. I know, I know. Even when even when Rube's dropping the, the spoons and forks, you know. Oh man, <laughs> got chaotic. It got chaotic. Hey, at least we're not throwing pudding cups anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, brighter well, days for Reuben. We'll get to the Eagles when we preview that game. But all right, uh, good, uh, good, uh, great call. By the way, great call. So if you want to be like Rube, 610-683-4058. We do have a message though. Oh, nice from the K One Notebook. Attention, KU students. Did you know undergraduate research and creativity gives you many of the resources needed to publish and present your work at regional, national, or international levels. To learn more, please visit www.kutztown.edu forward slash ugrc. 
You can also stay up to date on conferences and publication opportunities by following UGRC on Instagram at UGRC underscore KU. This message of community interest brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. All right, rounding out hour number one, talking all things NFL, giving you a week 15 preview. We've talked about the Chargers and the Raiders. By the way, Keenan Allen just ruled out for Thursday night football. Okay. I was going to go down to grab that. I got you it. You got it. <laughs> it was on t- I was like, what just landed on my foot? Um, the end of the hour is always so chaotic around here. It is. Uh, but we've talked about Chargers Raiders. We gave our picks there. Steelers Colts and Vikings Bengals. Final Saturday game. Broncos traveling up to Detroit to take on the Lions at Ford Field. What are your thoughts on this one? Oh, Richie? this is an interesting matchup, right? You got the uh, the hot Broncos against the, ooh, the struggling, struggling Lions. I'll tell you what, I'm worried about that Lions defense holding up against these Broncos, Broncos country. And uh, I'll tell you what, the offense for the Lions has fizzled out quite heftily, coming off a 28 to 13 loss against the Bears. Oh, the Bears are a bad football team. I know it's a divisional opponent. I talk about that frequently on the show. Divisional opponents hard to sweep, and uh, they got the playbook on you. But I don't, I, I don't see you losing by double digits to a team like the Bears and turning it around very quickly. I got the Broncos taking this one. Watch out in the NFC North. The Lions continue to slide. Give me the Broncos as well. I love this matchup for Denver. A reeling Lions team. A team who's in flux right now, trying to get things figured out down the tail end of the season. And for that reason, give it to Denver Broncos to come into Ford Field, get a win. They're going to be able to control the line of scrimmage in my mind. They're going to be able to run block well enough for guys like Javante Williams. And Russell Wilson's going to be able to do enough in the passing game, finding his main man, Cortland Sutton, for some big plays through the air against his horrid Lions defense. Give me the Broncos to win it. Big-time game. They'll go to 8-6 and six with still a possibility at the AFC West crown. That's insane, right? That's the weird part. They're sitting one game out right now, and they uh, i got to look at tiebreakers and whatnot. But, wow, that's crazy. Moving on. Sunday slate. Where are we going first? You good there? Let's go to, let's go to South. <clears throat> wow. Whoa. Let's go to South Beach. Jets and Dolphins. Jack, can Dolphins. Uh, can the can the Wilson uh, revival no. occur no. once again? No, no, no. Okay, no. prime bounce back opportunity for the Dolphins, getting embarrassed against the Titans in the final four minutes of that game. Give me the Jets to fall apart. Give me the Dolphins to win. Dolphins I don't think it's going to roll. Don't think it's going to be close. Dolphins will roll. They'll bounce back. They will absolutely stomp on the Jets in this game. Dolphins to win the favorite by eight and a half. Dolphins to cover. Ooh. All right, one more game to go in the hour. Falcons and Panthers in Carolina. I, it doesn't matter where this game's being played to me. The Panthers are so bad at the game of football that they're not going to win again this season. Maybe. No, they're not. The Panthers are a snooze fest. You can tune out. It's over. Give me the Falcons. So, Falcons are going to win this game. They're favored by only three. That's uh, what? But they're going to bounce back. Oh, my goodness. They're going to bounce back after a tough home loss. Get your bets in now. Against the Buc- <clears throat> Wow, against the Buccaneers. 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is not going to be a close game. No. Uh, I think the Falcons, Falcons trying to keep pace and, and stay in the conversation for the division crown. But I think the aside. Buccaneers are going to win this division. I agree. I think you're right. So, just my thoughts. Poor Chris. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. It's okay. He hates on the Eagles, so we don't we don't really feel that bad. 
Yeah, Buddy was, okay, you know what? Yeah, I don't really feel that bad because Buddy was talking in the early parts of the season like Desmond Ritter is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Wasn't that funny? So. Wasn't that funny? Um, what? 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 Wasn't it funny? Oh, I thought you said wasn't that funny. I'm like, yeah, wasn't that funny? Yes, it was funny. Like, so. it wasn't that funny, man. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. All right. We, we got to step, step aside. aside. Top of the hour. Uh, we'll be back for hour number two of Heavy Hitters on KUR. Welcome back in. It's Heavy Hitters. Final show of the semester, 6 p.m. on the East Coast. Might be the final time I get to say that, Jack. We might be moving to a new time next semester. All that to be decided as we Possibly. go. Possibly. Yep. Keep it tuned. Uh, you can find out. We'll have uh, we'll have that on the Instagram, right? Do we still have an Instagram? We do. Okay. Haven't used it in a while, but yes, we do have one. We should uh, we should start posting there. We should, especially with the uh, the playoffs coming up. Eagles Giants coming up. We got, we should have a lot of material there. <laughs> Dude, I got to show you there. So I didn't know this, but apparently some videos have surfaced of my heated debate during the Eagles Cowboys game with a fellow Eagles fan. And uh, they're fun. They're fun. It's mostly just a lot of yelling. <laughs> it's a lot of yelling. It's the two most calm fans you'll ever see. Um, yeah, I got to show you that. So some videos, some some evidence has surfaced that uh, Mitchie arguments was out in full force. Mitchie debates. Mitchie debates. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing sounds quite as good as Mitchie doorstops. <laughs> Mitchie doorstops. That's <laughs> what I call myself when I hold the door open. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, as we get on through this uh, NFL Sunday slate for Week 15, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Dial 610-683-4058 to get in on the program. Jack and I are eagerly awaiting your call. Uh, and because we're pre-recording, likely, if we do any shows over the break... You won't be able to dial in, unfortunately. So this is your last chance to get your voice heard. Make your playoff predictions. Because we won't be back in studio until, I believe, after the divisional round. So get your playoff predictions in. 610-683-4058. Trying to hype up the audience, Jack. Anything to say? Do you have anything to add? No, it's good work. Yeah, call in if you if you want to get something off your chest. It is your last opportunity. Ruben certainly did. Ruben was knocking things off the tray. For a little bit of time. Ruben, Ruben was, was, I, was... See, Ruben is going to be me in, like, you know, a couple uh, decades. Mr. Positivity? No, no, Mr. Like, freaking out, throwing things across the, the dining room, you know? That's me. That's what I see myself as. Throwing a yogurt cup at somebody. Yeah. Well... Sometimes it has to be done, right? I mean, those diamond. Who's a Diamondbacks fan that moves from Arizona to cold old Philadelphia, basically? You know, north of Philly. It's crazy. No one moves here. Stop I, moving here. I am not crazy. He orchestrated. Anyways, right. let's get on with it. On with it. We just talked Miami versus the Jets, Falcons and then Carolina Panthers. versus. I was getting there. Carolina versus Atlanta. Where are we going next? We have an AFC South showdown in Nashville, Tennessee. Texans. Music City. Titans. Titans three-point favorites in this one, and I'm taking the Titans to win this game. What? Injuries riddling the Texans. Therefore, I'm going with the Titans. I like what I saw at the end of the game from Will Levis a week ago. I think they were able to carry that over a little bit. Six and eight, the Texans continue to slide out of the playoff picture. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Flash in the pan stuff for the Titans. 
Texans do have a lot of injuries, but they have shown they're a well-coached bunch. I think they're going to be able to rally. It won't be raining heavily, like very heavily, uh, like it was last week. They should be able to find some more traction on offense. They moved the ball better in that second half. Uh, they were just down by so much, they really couldn't show it with field goals and, and uh, conservative play calling. They had to go for the big uh, the jugular there. So give me the Texans to win a close divisional, you know, smash-mouth style football game. Uh, yeah, I got the Texans in a close one. No. Titans to win by a touchdown. Oof. Yeah, I don't feel confident in this pick, but I don't know. Sometimes you just look at the better uh, the better coaching, and I like it in, in the uh, in the Houston area. All right, a couple of six and seven teams squaring off in Green Bay. It's the Packers and the Bucks. Packers favored by three and a half in this one. A lot of playoff implications here for the uh, NFC South for yes, the wild is. card, right? This is a big matchup. Who you got in this one, buddy? Oh, this one's tough for me. Uh, I feel like it's always close when the Packers and Bucks play each other, right? And uh, this is not going to be any exception. I don't see anyone running away with this football game. I just saw that Chris Godwin is questionable. That could have some impacts on the game. I feel like he's been questionable for the last five years, though. So I don't know how much I buy into that. I have a tough time picking this one. For me, this is a pick in my mind. But I'm going to go with a bounce-back performance for the Packers. I don't know. The uh, – the Bucks showed something to me in that win against the Falcons, though. Came down to the wire, but they got it done. I'll go Packers. I'll go Packers by a field goal. And they continue to close the gap in the NFC North. Packers by a field goal. Yeah. You know there's a weird scenario where the uh, Packers win that division? Yeah. I think it'd have to be win out and the Lions lose out. They play each other twice, though, don't they? No, they already played each other twice. Oh, really? Who does the Lions play? The Vikings. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. I knew it was one of their divisional opponents. Twice. That's crazy. Well, I guess the Eagles and Giants play twice. All right. I am going with the Packers as well. I'm going to follow you here. I I like the bounce back opportunity for the Packers. They're coming home. Tough coming loss. Home. The, the Bucks home. had to squeak one out in Atlanta. Yeah. Right back on the road. I don't love the optics of this game. Give me Jordan Love and the Packers to bounce back to improve to five hundred seven and seven. Five hundred seven and seven. That's a good record. Yep. <laughs> That's a lot of wins. So wow. Back to five hundred they go. His five hundred and seventh victory at a pedestrian seven and seven. That's funny. You realize how you just said that? Yep. The yep. Packers, they don't lose anymore. They have gone to 507 and 7. That's crazy. Could you imagine a football team going on a run like that? Yeah, that'd be wild. That's like a century of wins. It is. Bears Almost. and Browns. Next one up on the docket, 1 p.m. in Cleveland. It's Joe Flacco's world. Joe Flacco. He's back. 38 year old. Something about that guy, man. Just able to throw a football pretty pretty darn well. They host the Bears. They're going to win this game. They're going to go to 9-5. and 9-2-5. What a way to make a living. Flacco's getting by. I mean, they have completely shifted their offensive scheme. Start of the year being a run-first team with Chubb and Ford. all the stuff that's happened. They've now shifted more to a pass-heavy game. 
I think they found something with Njoku. Those two 30-yard touchdowns, I think he's definitely a weapon that I hope to see uh, him be used more. Him and Flacco seem to have some sort of connection that game. So, yeah, I got the Browns as well in this one, buddy. I The Bears impressed me last week against the Lions, but I got to go Browns. Okay. Uh, both go the Browns. Uh, they're favored by three. They're going to cover. I think they're going to win by double digits. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a tough day for the Bears' offense against that Cleveland defense. Yeah. Yeah, the Bears are going to – like, they found the holes in the Lions' defense, right, as have many people recently. Um, it's going to be tough sledding for them offensively, though. Browns have a good defense. They have all year. True Next. that. Next. All right, Giants and Saints down in New Orleans. The Saints are six-point favorites. Wow. How do you feel, buddy? Upset of the week. The Giants are going to win this game. Not convinced by anything the Saints do. Yes, they're good defensively. That offense is not good at all. I've been following them all year because I have Chris Olave in fantasy. I've been seeing how the offense has been functioning. Not good. It has been terrible. He finally found the end zone. The Giants will win this game 20 to 13. I disagree with you. I think it's close. I think the Giants cover, but I think the Saints win the game. The defense is good. Uh, I think Tommy DeVito is not him. Uh, I just don't think it's sustainable. I don't like the Giants' receivers. They're putrid. And I think the Saints found some of their offensive footing in the second half of last week's game against the Panthers. I know it's the Panthers, but uh, give me the Saints to get the win over New York by about four. Olave, two touchdowns. Okay. Your own receiver, breaking your Giants' hearts. All right. That's not going to happen. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. And Olave's got it! His second of the day! Depending on distance, I would take that because I'm in the fantasy playoffs in the league. I have them. Depending so. in distance? Yeah. Like it's two touchdowns. Can't you just be happy? No. no. <laughs> what a greedy person. No, that's only 12 points. You want to know something? Well, actually, it's 13 if you count the point for the catch. Unless it's not PPR. It's not PPR. And it's minimum 12.2 because each has to be at least one yard. Unless your scoring is that weird. Yeah, no, we don't do that. But, uh, dude, I had Mike Evans a couple years ago. And there was a game where he had two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. 14.2 points. What a game. That would, Dude. It's a stud. I mean, but he was a stud. <laughs> That's called maximizing your potential. <laughs> All right. We got a quick message from the KR Notebook first before we get back into it. From the KR Notebook, KUR has got a lot of history behind it from its inception as WKSC and WRKU to the reboot in 2005 to now. KUR history has got you covered. And if that interested you, Go ahead and give KUR History a follow over on Instagram at KUR History. And we'll cover the lore behind this long-running station. This message of community interest is brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. All right. Hour number two of the final heavy hitters of the semester. A little sad. Yeah, it is. But we'll be here over winter break. Well, not here, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll be on the airwaves. We'll be on the airwaves, yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's another season gone. Another year gone. 
we won't be back in this studio until 2024. Well, not not necessarily. Okay, fair. So, yeah, I gotta see how that. I gotta see how that's going. We'll figure it out. I better get that figured out. <laughs> better get that one figured out. All right. Um, final 1 p.m. game. Chiefs Patriots. Not a lot to deliberate here. Give me the Chiefs to win this game. They're favored by eight. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. They'll I mean, win it by more than eight. It's going to be a as long bloodbath. as uh, as long as Kadarius Tony's on sides, they'll win by a lot. And if they actually catch the ball, too soon, Chiefs fans. I don't care. They're bums. I, I still can't get over Pat Mahomes. They can never throw the flag on a on a ticky tack call like that when it, when it decides the game. Ha- you just won the Super Bowl based on that. I'll take the ring. I, I don't. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like what kind? What world are we living in? What a crybaby! I I respected kind of Mahomes before that. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, I did like, not. That's the one you choose to throw your temper tantrum about. You know, you've won playoff games because in overtime your opponent didn't get to touch the ball. Like, you know, you've won on some cheap games. All right, let's calm down here. It is blatantly a penalty. Yes, it, and it was the correct call. It's not even like they got it wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's not even like, oh my it's not even like it was an incorrect penalty call. Yeah. I mean, he was blatantly offsides. You and couldn't even see the football. It's not arguable. Like like Rams-Saints 2018 NFC Championship. That's arguable, right? Yeah. This wasn't. It's also a regular season game. Like, that was yeah, a playoff The game. stakes are not that high, bud. Why are we spiking our helmet. And I love how he walked up to Josh Allen like he was going to get some support, you know? Yeah. Dude, that was, dude, that was the worst call I've ever seen, seen right? <laughs> like, what? Really, dude? You're going to say that to the opposing quarterback? At the end oh, of the my game? goodness. What a bum. But then you have people like on ESPN saying, oh, that was a classy uh, way to handle it from Mahomes. How? What? What? <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Like, it's crazy. Crazy the coverage of, of Mahomes on ESPN. Man. It's so I'll, annoying. I'll leave it at that. I wish I had people in my life that talked about me the way ESPN talks about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, it's just <laughs> wake up in the morning. What a play! It's oh my smelly. goodness! I mean the way and here's a guy The who, way he got dressed and went to class today. You don't see that from everybody, you know? <laughs> And here's a guy who oh my goodness. can really do it all when you look at it. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's move on to the 4 p.m. slate. Enough joking around about Mr. Mahomes and his crybaby ways. Um, we got Niners and Cardinals. One of our three 4 p.m. slate games. Upset of the Sunday. week. 12.5 point favorites to the Niners. This is going to be a blowout. Absolute blowout. Yeah. I know I said it last week. Seahawks actually ended up covering a two-touchdown spread, but the Cardinals will not cover this. Uh, the Niners are going to win in dominant fashion. Yeah, give me the San Francisco 49ers. Unfortunately, I'm playing Christian McCaffrey this week. Oh! Yeah. Fortunately, uh, by the way, Mitchie playoffs back in action. Grabbed the four seed in our uh, in our KUR league here. Oh, I have jumped from 7th to... Well, so the thing is, I went 4-0 and then I just stopped paying attention to the league because A, I didn't care about fantasy football. And B, I was like, all right, I'm 4-0, whatever. Like, even if I go 500, I'll make the playoffs. So, I just didn't pay attention. Turns out I lost, like, 6 of 8 weeks. (laughs) (laughs) 
and I was sitting at uh, six and six, something like that. I don't know. I think I won one out of eight weeks. I was sitting at five and seven, and uh, I finished the no, no. I think I had like six losses. I really don't know. Um, started paying attention again. Won the last two games. Jumped from uh, I think it was eighth actually before last week, eighth to fourth, and I play. The man, the myth, the legend, Josh Toot, in a first-round showdown this week. I have Christian McCaffrey. You know who the winner goes on to play? Jack Heim and his all-star team. Number one seed in the league, man. We're sitting riding high, 12-2. and two. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it helps when you actually, well, first you drafted well, but you also paid attention and picked up some good guys, so. Credit okay. to you. I tuned out for those crucial waiver wire weeks. You didn't. Should I rate my team on air? No. Okay. We don't have time for that. I don't see I don't have a bad team though. Like especially now that I have Zeke. Like that was like when I started paying attention, I go I'm like, uh, who's on the waiver wire for running backs? I see Ezekiel Elliott. I'm like, oh. Oh, Stevenson's out. And I pick him up, he drops twenty six. Let's go. So now I have him and McCaffrey as my two running backs. Yeah. I mean I you gotta I admit I'm looking kinda dangerous, right? And and if this is why I'm hoping that uh that Flacco understands what he has with Njoku because he had two touchdowns. Like, I have a good team, you know, because then my receivers are like, it's like Waddle, uh, Nakua, uh, Higgins, and Godwin. Yeah. So I'm not bad. I mean, yeah. I got I got Kamara and Pollard at running back and eh. Justin Jefferson, Ayuk at receivers with my flexes right now being Olave and Jerome Ford. So is is uh, Jefferson okay? Uh, yeah, it says he's questionable, but... Okay. Honestly, that team's not not looking as stud worthy. Not That's as pretty good. Stud. It's it's good, but I honestly think I could like how many points did you put up this week? One thirty seven. Yeah, I think I was one thirty five. So I think I was projected at one fifty nine at one point. Um, but yeah, my receivers need some work. I could have put in a what's his name Mingo. Yeah, yeah. How'd he end up doing? Like two catches. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Yeah, not good. All right, we're going to step aside first break of hour number two. When we come back, we will wrap up our NFL discussion here on Heavy Hitters. Hour number two, we're back on Heavy Hitters. Jack Kai Mitchell, Smedley, talking all things NFL. We're also talking a little bit about our fantasy football teams. Just reminiscing on uh, memories of my Jalen Hurts dispute. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look. That's a that's a different discussion. We've He's had so that already. annoying, but um, yeah. Luck. But I, I think good I got to. Uh, what's Josh's team? Can we pull Josh's team up real quick? Sure, we can do that. Who uh, am I going against? It's Josh, but like who? Uh, what players? Good luck to everybody in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, this, absolutely. This it's good to see that uh, the four of us on the sports on the sports crew got in. Yeah, James is uh, the number two seed. Yes, congrats to him. And then I believe it's Alex and Sid. Uh, correct. So. so. Josh is rolling out Matt Stafford. Uh, he's hurt, isn't he? <laughs> Please, no one tell him. Well, he's probably going to put Mahomes back in. Oh, I hope he doesn't look. So, uh, he's got David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, C. D. Lamb, <sighs> D. K. Metcalf, Ooh. Sam Laporta, eh. Brandon Cooks, Richie Rice. Receivers. Okay, uh, or no, Cameron. Brandon Cooks is for the Texans. No, he's no, on the Cowboys. Cowboys yeah. I had it right. Uh, Rasheed Rice, you have Cameron Dicker and uh, the kicker, Packers D. Okay, okay. I who do you think? Mitchie's rolling out Aiden O'Connell. No, I'm going to change that though. <laughs> going to change that. So TVD at the QB. Uh, we got. It's probably going to be Lawrence. 
Lawrence, McCaffrey, Elliott, Waddle, Higgins, Njoku, Nakua, Godwin, Boswell, and Texans D. Probably going to switch up the eh, – maybe not switch up the kicker. Um, it's going to be a close one. Texans, who are they playing? The Jets? Yeah. No. No. They played the Jets last week. Yeah, Titans. wait. I'm still Titans. stuck on that. Titans. Titans? Oh, yeah. I'll probably keep the Texans in there. So Right. Um, Mitchie's going to be in a dogfight against Toot, especially if he makes a quarterback change. They're going to be projected right around a dead tie. Yeah, man. That's it's exciting. Mitchie though. and Josh, the four and five. Winner goes on to face. Trying to take truly. down the sports coordinator right here. Yeah. This Trying is to take down yours truly in the semifinals. Battle of coordinators. Woo. <laughs> Woo. I'm taking down sports coordinator Josh Toot. <laughs> I hope James makes it to the championship so we have something like. Within the sports crew to joke. Yeah, that'd be awesome, bro. So. That'd be so- see. James is kind of in his own bracket. Like it's the three of us duking it out on the left. Yeah, exactly. And then it's James over there with the winner of Alex versus Sid. So I gotta look at his team actually. Yeah, I mean, let's look at James. So I love how we just we just diverted. You know what? Started talking about fans. It's what it football. is. It's you know, is what it is. Oh man, you get mad at you. I'm trying to make everyone feel like part of the station here. This is what we talk about at the station. It's our fantasy football duel. No, what? Why, why can't I click on his team? What do you mean? Um, I'm in the app. It's, oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. He's got uh, Mr. Justin Fields, uh. Alexander Madison, Rashad White as his running backs, Jamar Chase, Cortland Sutton, uh, Isaiah Likely, Garrett Wilson, Deontay Johnson, uh, Justin Tucker, and Jags D. Not loving that. Not loving that. So, how much is he projected? I mean, he's on a buy this week, but 120 something. Yeah. Ooh, Jack, this might be your year. I've almost put up 2,000 points. Wow. I've put a up, lot of points. Uh, 1,890. I believe I'm... Okay, that's not almost two... Like, that's a, that's 1,890. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, so that's 110. Like, a week of 110. Yeah, but I'm only, like, 200 points behind you. Oh, yeah. Only 200. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've scored eight-ninths of your points. Uh-huh. Yeah. Calm down. And that's without paying attention for most of the season. Let's calm down here. I started guys on bye weeks. <laughs> I actually did that a couple times. Too. <laughs> oh, man. We got to get back into the In NFL. my family league, I started a guy who was out. I started Ramondre Stevenson by oh. accident, and I won by like 50. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So, yeah, my team is doing pretty well in that league, too. Um, but let's keep going on through this, uh, through this NFL slate of games here. We only have a couple more to talk about. Uh, some good ones though. Uh, we talked about Niners Cardinals last one. We both said Niners win commanding fashion. Speaking of commanding, let's talk about the Washington commanders. <laughs> so bad. Taking on the Rams. That was bad. In LA. Come on. But they're not going to be commanding anything. No, they're not. The Rams will blitz them. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. <laughs> bad in what way? Like, I command you to stop. <laughs> like, like, was it bad because the commanders never command anything? No, or? it was just a dumb segue. Oh, okay. Not so. to be like rude, but like, no, yeah, you can do better. You yeah, can, you can right. do better. You're, you're, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> Give me the Rams. They're favored by uh, six and a half. Pukitiko is gonna have a good game. I hope so. So do I. Let's go. Josh doesn't. So, well, Matthew Stafford. yeah so i got the rams i got the rams always good to see an nfc east team fall all right cowboys bills up in buffalo the primetime 425 game on sunday mitch who you got in this one and what's the line bills minus two and a half wow 
They're favored? Yep. Oh, I thought this was going to be my upset of the week. I'm going with the Bills, man. I'm going with the Bills to destroy this Cowboys hype train. Um, More like Dak Press, not it, you know. You can do I better. tried to outdo you on the, the badness of your commanding. You can do better. Yeah, I can. But I didn't want to because I wanted to get down on your level. So, yeah, I got the, the Cowboys getting run out of uh, of Buffalo. Uh, not run out, but it'll be a decent game. Bills by four in a showdown. I think Stephon Diggs goes crazy this week. Goes crazy. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when a team doesn't fumble three times in Dallas territory. Stupid Eagles. So annoying. Yeah, but uh, the Eagles division hopes will be revitalized by the Bills. Thank you very much. Bills are playing good football. I like what Ruben said. Uh, they beat the Chiefs. Worst call I've ever Shut up. You know. <laughs> they, they played the Eagles well, too. Worst call I've ever seen. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I got the Bills winning. I don't. Oh. Give me the Cowboys to win this game. This is the last real hurdle for the Cowboys. You know what? Give me Buffalo. Hey! There it is, buddy. Give me me the Buffalo Bills. You think I was going to pick the Cowboys? Come on. Are you kidding me? I don't care how good they've looked. They're going to go on the road. They're going to play in the freezing cold. It's Buffalo. It's not fun to play up in Buffalo in the winter. Yeah, there's a reason Dallas looks much more dominant at their home stadium. Because they're indoors. They're fragile. Indoors. 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 Take it away, Penny. Yeah, the Cowboys, once they go outside, they're a different team. That's why it's so important that the Eagles win out, make the Cowboys play on the road. Doesn't matter where they play. They're worse on the road. It's so important. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. The Bills are going to win this game. They were by two and a half. They will win. They will cover Buffalo going to eight and six. This is a team that not many want to see in the playoffs, I think, just with their with their play style. But I don't know. Uh, play calling in the final couple minutes of the game is still very suspect for the Bills. So yeah. I'm not sure about it. It won't come down to it. Don't worry. If it does, the Cowboys would win. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. You have two teams who really don't know how to call plays in the final parts of the game. <laughs> yeah. It's close. The so Cowboys actually, are not the bastion of good play calling. Yeah, that, that should be fun, by the way. <laughs> that's good a good choice. word, by good the word way. Choice. I like that. Thank you. I like that. The bastion. It's <laughs> a great word. It sounds like a like an interesting baseball team, like the Brooklyn Bastions. All right, Sunday Night Football, it's the Ravens and the Jaguars in Jacksonville. I'm picking Jacksonville. Who do you got? You're going Jacksonville? No, I'm not. (laughs) Mitchie's got Baltimore? Yeah, I do. But I got Jacksonville. Oh my goodness, there's no way. The Ravens will not win this game. They will not win this game. I was trying to shock you by like, you're you're going Jacksonville? What are you, crazy? I wanted, I wanted to get a rise out of you. No, I'm not picking Jacksonville. How are you picking Jacksonville? Because Trevor Lawrence is going to throw. T-Law. I, dude, I heard someone call him T-Law. I heard someone on a, on a TikTok video. I saw someone call him T-Law. I was like validated yeah. on levels I couldn't even understand. Yeah, people call him T-Law. They do. We just talked about this. You're like, no one says that. I didn't know well, because I didn't think you said T-Law. It's I, like T-Low, T-Law, like it's yeah, the same no, thing. No, yeah, no one calls him T-Low. They call him T-Law. T-Pain? No. 
<laughs> Dude, I'm starting that. Trevor Lawrence is now T-Pain. Give me the Jags in this game. I didn't like how the Ravens looked last week. They look suspect defensively. I think the Jags are going to be able to be in a position to take advantage of that. It's going to be a hard-fought game. I'm going to go 27-24. The Jags are going to pull off the upset. And Lawrence is in for the touchdown. And the Jaguars win. No, that's not happening. Um, I got the Ravens. I got the Ravens by 10. This is in uh, in Baltimore, right? In Jacksonville. Oh, in Jacksonville. Okay, well, it doesn't change anything. Um, I think the Ravens are the best team in the AFC, second best team in football. And uh, they're going to show it. They're going to come out and beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who don't have Christian Kirk. And who have had banged up uh, ETNs and Lawrence's in past weeks. I got the Ravens flying high, keeping their lead in the conference intact on Sunday Night Football. That's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. Let's go to Monday Night Football. Eagles going to win. I came into this game thinking I was going to pick the Seattle Seahawks. I had reasons why they've played better against the Niners and Cowboys in the past two weeks than the Eagles have. We have some direct comparisons there. However, this is going to be a revitalized Eagles team. Nick Sirianni, the doofus he is said that there were coaching changes made, that they were taking a different approach this week after all the fumbles against the Cowboys with Jalen Carter having more touchdowns than Jalen Hurts. That's embarrassing. This team will be embarrassed no longer. We are going to make the Eagles great again against Seattle. This game's in Philly, right? In Seattle. Why do I keep getting that wrong? Against the 12s. The Eagles are going to come in there. And they're going to win. They're going to win how they haven't won this year. Convincingly. On Monday Night Football. In prime time. In front of Joe Buck and everybody else. Joe Buck yourself, America. Give me the Eagles. This one's pretty easy for me. One of these teams is home. One of these teams isn't. One of these teams has lost two in a row to two of the best teams in the NFC. One of these other teams has actually They've lost, lost to, to the, the same two teams. To the same, <laughs> to the same two teams in the similar span, actually. Back to actually three the straight. Same, the same actually, time period, Actually, dude. they've lost three straight to the Niners, Cowboys, and, oh, wait, the Niners. Yeah. So, actually, they're in very similar situations. <laughs> it's just this. One of these teams' last wins was on November the 12th. Well, one of these other teams' last win came on the 26th in an overtime game. Needless to say, both of these teams have not been playing their best football as of recently. But for one of these teams... The ceiling is much higher. The ceiling is higher. The roster is better. The bounce-back opportunity is staring them right in the face. So I'm going to be going with the team... Who is? He's trying to get a rise out of me. I don't care who you pick. It's not going to matter. Eagles are going to win. I'm going to pick the team who's not home. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Yeah, there we go. Game. Fly, Eagles, fly. They're favored by four points. They're going to win this game. It's a bounce-back opportunity. I don't love Seattle. Um, 
DK Metcalf is a certified punk. Um, sorry, had to say it. But he's a certified stud. But he's a certified punk. He gets ejected from like twelve games every year. Okay, that's an exaggerated number. That's hyperbole. I'm hoping but, he gets ejected again because I'm I mean, playing against. The him. guy just went when he's the biggest crybaby next to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, my goodness, when something doesn't go his way, he just starts throwing punches, starting you know grabbing people's face masks. Sounds like Trey Greenlaw. Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, get a grip, DK. That's my tangent about him. I'm going to go with the Eagles to win this game. They're going to win it comfortably. They're going to blitz the Seahawks. I don't care that they're home or not. Yeah. Seattle stinks. Yeah. We're in agreement on something. Geno Smith or not, the Eagles are going to wax the floor with them. Ooh. I forgot I have Geno Smith as, a, as an option in fantasy football. They will wax the floor with the Seahawks. Mop-up duty. Would you start Geno against the Birds or Lawrence against the other Birds? Hmm. I have to start Lawrence against the other birds in my one league, so follow me, brother. I don't know about that one. Quarterbacks against the Eagles do so well because we don't have what's called a – it's this really new concept. It's called a defense that doesn't play 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. It's also more specifically known as a secondary. Yeah. Yo, where's Eli Ricks at? I think he's hurt. So – How about you? And now – Now – Who's that – Guy that had the pick in the Packers game last year. Why can't I think of his name? Blankenship. Yes, Reed Blankenship's hurt. So I'm loving my life. Got to watch Keely Ringo and uh, Sidney Brown. Oh, two studs. Yeah. Hey, Sidney Brown actually hasn't as hasn't been as bad as advertised. You know what's funny? I don't remember the last time the Eagles had uh, a DeAndre Swift touchdown. No, they've not been able to run the football at all these last couple of they games. They haven't tried. Oh, Because when they do, it's just Jalen Hurts running it. Yeah. It just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And then he fumbles, and, and I want to ruin him. I want to – oh, I can't I, – I, I want to do things that I can't describe on a radio station. Okay. <laughs> I need a podcast. <laughs> it's called a Mitchie's Meltdown. Yeah, Mitchie's Monday Morning Meltdown. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. He hurts my soul. You wow. want to do playoff predictions? Um, Yeah, we can do that when On we the other come side back. of our break, yeah. Final break of the show. We'll give our uh, early teaser playoff predictions when we come back here on KUR. Welcome back in. It's Heavy Hitters. How sports fans get more sports. That's Damn. actually a great tagline. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> He's mentioned Jack. the ground. <laughs> Genius. Um, mentioned Jack taking you through your Wednesday evening, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. 1670 AM, Radio Garden, my tuner. Tune in. Telecom channels, 4.1 and 4.2. KU TV internal network. Uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Also, I'm telling Telecom Channel 8. Well, that's not where I was going, but also, also, <laughs> and you know what else, else? <laughs> uh, if you're listening at a later point in time, on Spotify, by searching Kutztown University Radio. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you. You know what, Jack? We're going to get right into it. We're going to give our early playoff predictions. We'll do it live, right here, on this final episode of the semester. NFC or AFC, where you want to start? Oh, let's go AFC. I'm going to start AFC first on this one. Um... 
just because I'm interested to see your thoughts because of how jam-packed it is. And both conferences are jam-packed. So crazy. But I think there's the more quality teams in the AFC in terms of the wild card capabilities. Yep, so read me where it is right now. Let me I get, Not me, up. read everyone else where it is right now. Exactly. All right. One through seven in the AFC. The Ravens have the one. The Dolphins have the two. Chiefs three. Jaguars four. Your four divisional winners. Your three wild cards are the Browns, the five seed, the Steelers, the six, and the Colts are the seven as it currently stands. We have four seven and six teams who are on the outside looking in at this moment in time. That would be the Texans of the eight, Denver Broncos nine, Bengals ten, and the Bills at eleven. That's where the cutoff line has it for me. Yeah, there's too many teams bunched up for anyone behind that to get in. Yeah, exactly. The Chargers are the next up at 5-8. and eight. I draw the line after Buffalo is the, the, yeah. the end of the line of teams who, who can get in. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me your thoughts. Do you see any start? I'm going to ask you a first question, then give you the wild card. Do you see any major shakeup within the top four? Uh, No. I see the Bra- – not the Browns. <laughs> the Ravens holding on to the one seed. Um, you got to watch out, though. They got the Jags, and then they got a showdown with the Dolphins, who currently sit one game behind them. Watch out, but I see the Ravens holding on. I'll keep the Dolphins at two. Uh, Even how- with their upcoming schedule? Yeah. I'll read you the final four. I know. Jets at home, Cowboys at home, Ravens on the road, Bills at home. Oh, wait. They play the Cowboys? Yes. What am I saying that the Bills game is the last hurdle for the Cowboys then? I did not see that on when I looked at the Cowboys record for some reason. Whew. That's a, that's a tough record. Tough, they, tough final four games for Miami. Yeah, tough uh, final four games. Maybe they slip. Uh, three seed right now is the Jags. Chiefs. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I see the Chiefs continuing to win this division. I'm not buying the Broncos scare. Uh, oof. What's the Chiefs final four? At New England, home to Vegas, home to the Raiders, home to Cincinnati, and at the Chargers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't see them dropping another game. Yeah, I think they'll jump the Dolphins. Yeah, give me the Chiefs at the two seed. Uh, Dolphins and Jags at the three seed, uh, three and four. I think that's pretty interchangeable. Give me the Dolphins, though, and then the Jags. All right, uh, I'll give you my top four, then we'll give our wild cards. I have the Ravens taking the top seed. I have the Chiefs taking the two I'm going to go with the Jags to take the three and the Dolphins at the four. I think it's a prime crumbling situation for Miami. Tough schedule. If I'm looking at the Jags and Chiefs schedule, way easier. I mean, the Ravens game this week is the last. I think the Jags lose this week, though. Yes. That sets them back. But then they can win out. Yeah, but at at that point, winning out is only three games. You're trying to gain two games on somebody. I think that's tough. So... Uh, if they, I mean, if they win this week, it makes it a lot easier. They have Ravens at home, Buccaneers on the road, home to Carolina at Tennessee. Yep. Yeah, I under, I understand it. All right. For your wild card, let me start by saying I think the Steelers move out. I think that starts this week with a loss to the Colts. A win helps to move the Colts further into the playoff picture. And who's got that 5C right now? Is it the Browns? Yes. Okay. It's The Browns are, a, are an X factor for me. This is weird, right? But for some reason, uh, I, I see the ooh, I see the Broncos moving into the wild card picture, and I'm thinking the Bills, buddy. I think you might see a uh, see. They're all five. They're all seven and five, right? All of these teams, or is, yes. are the Browns ahead? They're all seven and six. Seven and six. I keep saying seven and five, except for the Browns are eight and five. Okay, so the Browns do have a, a game edge on everybody else. Read me their final four. 
Cleveland's Final Four. I have them as my five. I'll give you that teaser early. Home to Chicago at Houston. Home to the Jets at Cincinnati. Okay, with a tougher schedule, I think they slip. You got to wonder, though, one loss if these other teams also win out, right? That puts you all of a sudden, you got to look at tiebreakers. Uh, I think they'll get it done. Yeah, give me the Browns to be in, stay as the five. And then I'll have the Colts and the. Oh. And the Broncos. Give me the Broncos. Okay. Ah, oof. Who do the Bills have to play? The Cowboys? Cowboys at home. Chargers on the road. Win. Patriots at home, who they've already lost to this year. And at Miami. Yeah, that's tough. I think that Miami team will be playing hungry. Yep, I got Browns, Colts, Broncos as my wild cards. Okay. I'm going to have the Browns at the five, like I already teased. My six and seven are going to be a little bit different. I will have... Ooh, this is tough. This is tough. I'm going to have the Indianapolis Colts getting in. There we go. I think with the schedule of Pittsburgh at home, at Atlanta, home to the Raiders, and home to Houston, three of your four final uh, three of your final four games are at home. Allows you to get comfortable. I see them winning at least two of these games. And with how jam-packed this is, that might be enough to get in. But they could really win three. I mean, I don't think there's a crazy hard game left on the schedule. Nope. I think it's only going to further the case for Shane Steichen to be in the conversation for coach of the year. Agreed. Colts getting in to the field. Uh, and then I will have Buffalo getting in as the final seed as well. So we have two of the same three wildcard teams. The I thought about Buffalo for a long time. The I only did. difference is I have Indianapolis getting in. I think this is a Bills team who's too talented, too dangerous to be. No, no, no. We both had Indy. I had the Broncos instead of the Bills. Oh, you didn't put the Bills in? No, I had uh, Browns, Colts, Broncos. Okay, I lied. I'm sorry. So I have Browns, Colts, Bills. Okay. Okay. I thought about the Bills for a long time, but uh, I don't know. If they don't win this uh, this Cowboys game. I know, and the Broncos schedule is really easy, too. So it makes it a little tougher for me to keep them out, but I don't know. You feel something with the Bills. I do. It's okay. You know, they're uh, fighting as a united team. All right, before we move on to the NFC, though, I do have a message from the K. Notebook. Attention to KU students. Have you heard about KU Bears grant funding? The purpose of the KU Bears program is to support faculty student research pairs over the summer. I'm sorry, what? The goals are for undergraduate students to develop the necessary skill set to become student researchers and to provide faculty members with paid student research assistance. Undergraduate students selected for the program will receive summer pay for research tasks assigned by a faculty supervisor. By assisting faculty members in their research, students selected for the program will obtain the knowledge and skills necessary for conducting advanced research in their field. To apply and learn more about KU Bears grant funding, please visit www.kutztown.edu forward slash UGRC and look under grants and sponsored projects. This message of community interest brought to you by the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR. Final 10 minutes of the final heavy hitters of the semester. So glad uh, we can you know, do this for two hours, multiple times a week with you. It's been a great semester. It has. It's definitely had its highlights. You know, we uh, saw the rise and fall of the Phillies beating the Braves once again. We we saw had Mitch. the Bryce Harper game live on air. We saw personal highlights as well. Mitchell started a medal in foreign affairs. Yeah, you know, we had uh, we started taking calls this semester. Yes, we've we had did. some great callers. John from Schnecksville. 
Ruben. Ruben. Oh my goodness. Of course, our great advisor, Regs. Yes, kegs. So I love it. Um, yeah, and uh, some freakouts last week. Some arguments. All right, our college football versus NFL debate. It's been a great semester. so great debates too. Yeah, absolutely. All right, no, we haven't. We haven't had any debates. What are you talking about? You're wrong. Enough of the sappy stuff here. Yeah. Um, as much as I like to take a trip down memory lane and enjoy what was, um, let's talk about what currently is in the NFC and what will be. How do you see these playoffs shaking up? Give me your one through four first, uh, and and where do you think it's gonna lie? I'll read you the top four right now, and I'll, uh, I I know the top four: yeah. Niners one, Cowboys two. At this current moment in time, Eagles do control their own destiny. Important note, Lions 3, Buccaneers 4. So the Niners have left something, something, Ravens, something, right? Something, Ravens, something, something. Um, and sorry, who who did you The Niners. Say? Niners? Yeah. Uh, they have Cardinals, Ravens. I'm sorry, I'll say where the, these games were played. Cardinals on the road, Ravens at home, at Washington, and home to the Rams. Yeah. So it's win, Ravens, win, win. All comes down to that Ravens game. I am putting my hope in Baltimore. I have the Niners losing a game. Oh, man, I really don't feel confident. It wouldn't do anything for you, though. Yeah, it would. No, it wouldn't. Why not? Because tiebreaker goes to conference record. But it wouldn't be a tiebreaker if they have different records. They currently both have three losses. And by the way, tiebreaker would actually be head-to-head. Which the Niners still have. So yes. have that's what I'm saying. But it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think you'll need tiebreakers. That's what I'm saying because I don't. Well, that's assuming the Eagles go all the way in. Well, you didn't hear my other part of that. I think the Eagles don't lose again. Once they get past Seattle, they find their play calling. They think this is a week to get it right, and once they get it right, I don't think they'll stop getting it right against these weak, weak teams that they're going to be playing against all odds. I have the Eagles winning the NFC and getting a bye week. I have the 49ers at the two seed. I have the Lions at three, the Buccaneers at four. Number five, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. It's the Cowboys. Number six, the Minnesota Vikings. And number seven, this is tough. I'll go the Packers. Okay. Now it's my turn. Yeah. Torn? (laughs) It's my turn. What do we? <laughs> it's like Despicable Me, but you didn't see the movie, so you wouldn't get the reference. No, I didn't. So I don't like those minions. I'm going to go the Niners to get the top seed in the NFC. Fair. The best team in football. Okay. The Eagles to get the number two. I have the Lions sticking at number three, and we both agreed the Buccaneers will win the South. So we both have a similar top four. It's <clears> just a minor yeah, switch up between similar. one and two. Five will be Dallas, obviously. Now, six and seven. This is where things get a little complicated. Don't put the Giants in. The remaining schedules, Minnesota's got a tough one. They play two, possibly two, right now, three playoff teams. Who? With the Lions twice and the Packers once. The other one is is Minnesota. Oh, wait, they play, oh, I probably shouldn't have put the Packers in if they play the, I didn't realize that. Didn't realize that. I'm going to, I'm going to swap. I'll keep the... Oh, who do I want to keep? All right, so the way I see it, Seattle has a loss against Philly. uh, But then I think Seattle wins out. I think Minnesota splits with Detroit. I think the winner of the Packers-Vikings game gets in along with Seattle. 
So I will go the Packers and the Seahawks getting in. I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers to get the sixth seed. Yep. I'm going to go with the Packers. I like their schedule. Buccaneers at home, at Carolina, at Minnesota, and home to the Bears. Favorable schedule. I think those are three winnable games on the slate for them. Divisional games are always tough, but I am putting some faith in Green Bay. Yeah. The seven. Oh, boy. I'm eliminating from my mind already the Falcons and the Saints. There's no way two yeah, no South teams make it. No, not at all. So I'm really down to Seattle. L.A., Minnesota, and the Giants. What's Minnesota, or not Minnesota, What's L.A.'s record right now? Six and seven. Okay. So There's, they're a game back? Their schedule, yes. Wow. Their schedule. They snuck up on you. Home against Washington. Home against the Saints. Two wins. At the Giants. At Three the wins. 49ers. Loss. Is that enough to jump them in there? Give me Seattle. Yeah. We got the same teams. That would set up for you. Actually, no. Oh. No, I'm not going to Seattle. Um, ooh. You got to go Seattle here. I'm going to go the Rams. Ooh, bring it on. That would set up uh, for, in your scenario, an Eagles-Rams playoff game, a Vikings-Lions playoff game. No, and, Packers. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You had the Packers. A Packers-Lions playoff game and a Cowboys Buccaneers playoff game which I feel like we've seen a million of recently yeah for me I'll have Niners Rams no not Niners Rams I'll have Niners Seahawks again yeah again boring uh I will have Packers Lions and Cowboys Bucks interesting yeah what would the matchups be for our AFC predictions so I had Ravens at the bye. Chiefs would play Buffalo. I have Chiefs Broncos. Ooh, that's an interesting matchup. You have Chiefs Broncos. I have Chiefs Bills. Yep. Um, I have Jags taking on Indianapolis. I have the Dolphins taking on the Colts. And then I have the Dolphins and the Browns. I have the Jags and the Browns. Those are some good matchups, bud. AFC is hands down with the better projected matchups, I would say. Yeah. But I don't think the NFC's as weak as it was last year. No, but it's still weak. Shut up. It's better than college. Okay. It's not the debate we're having, are we? Nope. But That was good, though. I like that. By the way, my goal over the break is to watch so much more Flyers hockey. Watch the third period in the, uh, in the overtime last night. Yeah, hockey's fun, man. I, I love just, it. I've been out of it for too long. I've just been too busy this semester. Yeah, I've been busy these last couple weeks. I've so, really seen. Now that it's going to ease up, I'm hoping to watch a lot more of it. So I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. But it's been great doing the show with you, Jack. It's been great taking everybody's calls this semester. Absolutely. We'll be back over winter break. Uh, we'll be doing some shows there. Uh, some pre-recording. So, unfortunately, no callers until next semester. Uh, but a great semester it was uh, for heavy hitters. Another Different time probably in the works for next semester. So we will keep you tuned. Follow us over on Instagram at Heavy Hitters KUR there. Uh, we will be posting an update uh, as soon as we get that ironed out about what our time is for next semester. But thank you so much for however much support you've put into the show, whether this is your first time listening or you've been listening all semester. We truly do appreciate it. Um, and until next time, um, enjoy your weekend of sports um, and enjoy your holiday season. Um, that'll do it for Heavy Hitters on KUR.